Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Um, I want to talk about the exams this year. You remember the mess last year? The exams are on, the exams are off, the exams are on, the exams are off. We didn't really know, but uh, as the UK are now expected to cancel the equivalent of the Leaving Cert and Junior Cert later today, the General Secretary of the Teachers' Union of Ireland said he expects state exams to go ahead this year. Now, last year, as you know, was quite a controversial move. The Leaving Cert exams were postponed, leading to the shambles uh, that was the calculated grade saga. Uh, well, that was across the UK as well as Ireland. But with the mocks upcoming, of course... Uh, February, I think the box are in there. There have been thoughts that the same decision could have been made for this year's state exams. However, Michael Gillespie, who's General Secretary of the TUI, says different. He told Morning Ireland this morning, our expectation is the exams will go ahead. I've heard this before. We think it's very important that the exams go ahead. Maybe the mocks should be delayed and they do not uh, need to be as big a priority given the situation we find ourselves in. They are movable, a movable feast. But now, if we move the mocks or change the mocks and then the exams don't go ahead... Because remember last year, oh no, the Leaving Cert's going ahead. Remember the Minister of Education last year said all that? Oh, it's going ahead. And then it didn't. And then where were we? Well, thankfully they had done the mocks, so we'd something to grade people on, right? But what if they move the mocks? What happens then? It's a mess, isn't it? Well, one voice that is largely absent from this whole debate is the students themselves. And Caelum Hederman is a sixth-year student at Ballybrick in County Limerick, and he says their voices need to be heard. So he's on the line. Caelum, good afternoon to you. Hi, you know, thanks a million for having me on the show. You're welcome, you're welcome. Caleb, you know, I, my heart goes out to people of your age. My own daughter, by the way, is doing her leaving cert this year as well. So my heart goes out to all of you. You know, this uncertainty, I suppose, isn't it? Well, I think it's definitely a level of uncertainty. And I think your your daughter can definitely relate to this one, that, that we're, we're, we're quite concerned and we're, we're stressed by the whole situation. And like, even as you said there earlier, like I, I sit here today, I'm three weeks away from my mocks. I'm uh, 155 days until I sit my first leaving cert paper, along with almost 60,000 other students. And to point um, out, by the way, not your first, but your your only leaving cert paper. So it's you, you only get one shot at this, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll be English paper one, so that'll be the first one I'll get a crack at. But I think it's clear that the forward planning, or, or actually the lack of that, is the issue here. So like you mentioned, after the disarray of the leaving cert calculated grades process last year, combined with the lack of communications and specific action from the government now, whether it's a traditional sitting of exams or a calculated grade process with so little time until mocks and later the exam itself, we as students really need to be given the necessary details to proper prepare while also managing our well-being and public health in the midst of a global pandemic. So you just want to know, is it on or is it off, that we need to make the decision now and not make it as we did last year. You remember the mess last year. You know, it was it was going ahead, and that was the end of it. And oh, it's definitely going ahead, definitely going ahead. And then all of a sudden, ah, actually, no, maybe it isn't going ahead. We'll have to delay it a little bit. Oh, it is going ahead. No, it isn't going ahead. And then it eventually didn't, and we had the grades, and that was a shambles, as you know. Well, no, everybody knows that was a shambles. So you you just need to know: is it going ahead, or is it going to be graded? One or the other. Yeah. So I, I remember sitting there in March last year when when. Tishuk at the time, Leo Radker made the announcement and and many of my friends, six-year students last year saw saw that and and I think a really interesting statistic to point out to you is um, a survey conducted by RT there last year uh, on the Leaving Cert class of 2020 highlighted that 46% of all students reported high levels of depression mm-hmm. and anxiety due to the COVID-19 pandemic and as a six-year student myself, 
I believe that the government's re- reaction and their attitude has and will result in a similar, if not more significant pattern for students. And I think as well, to note on the note of state exams, we just need to know. We need clarity and we need communication. And and how is the kind of blended learning working out for you? I mean, thankfully, there hasn't been much time off school this year. But when I say this year, this term from August, mm. uh, but now it looks like the schools are not going to reopen. It certainly looks that way at the moment, although I don't see the evidence to support that idea. But anyway, uh, I, I'm assuming when you're in school, and I'm only thinking of my own school days, if you're not that good of a student or you need a bit of help, being with your peers in the classroom can be very helpful, where with blended learning at home on your own, maybe it's a bit more difficult for some, but others, they might thrive on it. So, I mean, generally speaking, you know, with your friends and colleagues, do you find it's better to be in school? I think on the surface level of the issue, the the situation we found ourselves in March last year was that it was solely dependent on the ability and the technical ability of a teacher to, to to hold a lesson and hold like transfer hold your knowledge and yeah. education, yeah, through a through a computer screen, and it was based on the on the motivation of a student. But I think it's very important to note as well that if that that the situation had an immense impact on all of our learning, especially those from a socioeconomic disadvantaged background, mm-hmm. and especially students with disabilities. And I don't think access to education. I strongly don't think that access to education should ever be an issue for the people of our country. Well, well, you have a constitutional right to it, apart from anything else, by the exactly. way. And, and the last thing we want to see, you know, in about four or five years' time, as a result of all this, as we talked about last night, was educational poverty, is what they call it, essentially, because mm. education is currency to your future career. But, I mean, I suppose when we go back to the mental health issue, you know, that is compounded by the fact that not only are you maybe not going to go to school, but you're not allowed to travel outside your 5K area, so you can't go to your mate's house, you know, to do a bit of studying with them, because that helps too sometimes the students. I used to help me. I used to go around to a mate's mm. house. A mate of mine's house who was a bit cleverer than me. And I'd go around to his house, <laughs> and he'd help me. with. And it worked. It worked well, you know, th- th- that whole input. So from that point of view, that's, that's damaging to mental health too, that you don't have that same social interaction. Although technology, I know, has helped that with Zoom and what have you. But definitely, I, I agree. I think on the topic of mental health, well-being has been a central theme of publications from the government and the Department of Education. But unfortunately, it's been nothing more than the principle, mm-hmm. as the cries for clarity and decisive action and affirmative action has been met with more uncertainty. And and I think it's really important that that I am in no way negating the suffering and loss of of the people of our country. But to to many listeners, this. This may seem as just losing one year of education. It may not may not seem like such a big issue in the broad context of the global pandemic that we find ourselves in. But to, to secondary students, especially us in our final year, um, it's it's our everything at the minute. We're worried and we're really trying to voice that. Uh, well, no, no, I, I, I don't think anybody for a minute thinks you're being selfish because yeah. realistically, you know, the global pandemic hopefully will come and go uh, and hopefully go quicker than, than we think or that we hope. Uh, but your education and your leaving cert will define the rest of your life. I, I agree. And I think that the, the actions taken over the coming weeks, if they're not decisive, um, will have a lasting impact on the direction many of us take, whether it be the, our application to the CAO, whether it be what we decide to do. Um, and as future com- contributors to the economy and civil society as a whole, we are calling on the policymakers to recognise this, not only in sentiment, but in practicality, and make the morally correct decisions based on public health advice and the evidence provided to us from last year. And um, what, what are you planning on doing yourself, by the way, when you go to college? What are, what are you looking at? Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to do to do law and political science. Where I end up with that, we'll, we'll see in what well, college. But well, um, that, that's the point. Well, I don't know, but I, all I can say to you, Caelan, from listening to you for the last 10 minutes, I don't think you'll have an issue. I think you'll sail through it. I, um, I think you're much. a very clever young man, and I think the future of the country is safe if we had people like yourself <laughs> talking all the time, all right? Thank you. I really appreciate that. Caelan, I just hope you get the clarity that you all deserve, by the way, for not just from your academic point of view, but certainly from your mental health point of view. I think it's extremely important that the government takes on board the feelings of the students of this country. I think uh, you're equally as important as everybody else when it comes to this debate. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Caleb, and continued success, and I wish you success in the future. I don't think you'll need it, but I think you'll, you'll have a great future. Listen, thanks. Thank, thank you very much. There you go, Caleb Hederman, who's a sixth-year student in Ballybricken, County Limerick, and he says their voices need to be heard, and he's 100% right. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.